morning what a beautiful day it is so far thank the lord for letting us wake up to see another day pray all is well with you and your household our scripture reading this morning is from first corinthians 15 verse 50 through 58 now this i say brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god Neither doth corruption inherit in incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall be all changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. We shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immorality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. A long time ago, I learned an interesting fact about honeybees. The stinger of the worker honeybee is attached to vital organs, muscles, and nerves. When a honeybee stings someone, it cannot detach its, barb its barbed stinger without simultaneously detaching those crucial potty parts from itself. So after it stings its victim, the bee pulls away and dies a painful death. Perhaps this provides some measure of comfort if you have ever been stung by a honeybee. You're still alive, unfortunately, while the bee is not. This reality parallels Paul's comments in 1 Corinthians 15. Speaking about the resurrection and Christ's victory on the cross, Paul is mocking the feeble power of death in light of God's work on our behalf. In a culture that considered death to be the ultimate end, Paul contends that death is swallowed up in the victory of the cross. Then citing Hosea, Paul taunts, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Death has power over humanity to an extent, but in Christ Jesus, we can be victorious. At times it seems that the enemy is our soul waging war on us with constant attacks and distractions. 
rather than give up, we should liken these maneuvers to the stings of a honeybee. They may cause us pain, but we can rest assured knowing that our attacker will ultimately be defeated. As you pray, thank God for the victory you already have in Christ. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Good morning. What a beautiful day it is so far. Thank the Lord for letting us wake up to see another day. Pray all is well with you and your household. Our scripture reading this morning is from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50 through 58. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit in incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall be all changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. We shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immorality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, Brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. A long time ago I learned an interesting fact about honeybees. The stinger of the worker honeybee is attached to vital organs, muscles, and nerves. When a honeybee stings someone, it cannot detach its, barb, its barbed stinger without simultaneously detaching those crucial potty parts from itself. So after it stings its victim, the bee pulls away and dies a painful death. Perhaps this provides some measure of comfort if you have ever been stung by a honeybee. You're still alive. Unfortunately, while the bee is not, this reality parallels Paul's comments in 1 Corinthians 15. Speaking about the resurrection and Christ's victory on the cross, Paul is mocking the feeble power of death in light of God's work on our behalf. In a culture that considered death to be the ultimate end, Paul contends that death is swallowed up in the victory of the cross. Then citing Hosea, Paul taunts, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Death has power over humanity to an extent, but in Christ Jesus, we can be victorious. At times it seems that the enemy is our soul, waging war on us with constant attacks and distractions. Rather than give up, we should liken these maneuvers to the stings of a honeybee.
They may cause us pain, but we can rest assured knowing that our attacker will ultimately be defeated. As you pray, thank God for the victory you already have in Christ. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. Somebody just need to testify to something next to him. Tell him, I'm strong. I'm wise. I'm better. Much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. some help here. I wish I had just two or three people that would just declare it. Never would have made it. Never could have made it. I just... I just love to encourage myself. Sometimes I just look in the mirror and say, I'm strong. I'm wise. I am better. So much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, 
sing it one more time. All I need is just one more time. Everybody say with me. Today's contact subject is hope for the outcast. Our scripture comes from Romans 8, verse 31 through 39. What shall then to these things, if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Napoleon Bonaparte was the emperor of France and feared military leader. One day, Napoleon's beloved horse got loose and ran away from the army camp. One of the soldiers, a private, immediately took off and chased after it. The soldier eventually caught up to the horse, guided it back to the camp, bathed it, and then returned it to Napoleon. Engrossed in other matters, Napoleon didn't even bother to acknowledge the soldier. However, at some point he looked up and said three simple words. Thank you, Colonel. The soldier then left packed up his bags and moved into the officer's quarters. There was no need for paperwork or an announcement. If Napoleon said he was a colonel, that's all that was necessary. One of the tragic realities of human existence is the way we use words to hurt one another. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. May sound good, but countless stories of the harm that words have caused challenge its truthfulness. In the fact of this, we need to focus on what God says about us, because that's all that truly matters. In this regard, Romans 8 is a treasure trove. In this one chapter, Paul reminds us that we are set free, indwelt by the Spirit, alive in Christ, heirs with Christ, 
children of God, adopted, redeemed, and so much more. God has spoken. Now let us live as if what he says is true, because it is. As you pray, meditate on who you are in Christ. I hope this blesses you. Everyone have a blessed morning.